0: good morning wonderful people welcome to my channel i'm doing the final one for the Navamsha case study for now if you have some other ideas if you want to bring me some other content if you want to guys have a look at just put it in the comments and i'll see what i can do but for next series we'll do career career jobs talents etc for all you young yuppies of india and everywhere else right what are you going to do with your life in the world so next will be that In the meantime, I have to make this thing all over again because the PC is giving some funny problems since yesterday. (laughs) This thing is so weird. Never mind all the weirdness going around. Energy is very high, you know. Okay, so Navamsha series number 6. This last one I will conclude with, um, with the chart. Navamsha chart of husband and wife, a young couple, your generation. Are doing well there's nothing wrong i want to i don't want to take all wrong damaged cases only that doesn't give any hope right and we look at the same aspect only one seven axis of both the husband and wife and how they look at each other and what can they find as a common ongoing bond between husband and wife ongoing that's what should you should be looking for in a marriage kind of a relationship ongoing because you are changing your partner is changing also through age, through years, through their chart, through their Mahadasha. so many things are there through life, through actual circumstance and in such a fast changing world so you've got to take note of this and you've got to start seeing the mamsha as the crucial evaluation point to see the common ground where can you work together that's where it comes down to so let's get right into it okay so there we go. Let us see the wife's Navamsha chart first. What's in her Navamsha ascendant? Capricorn. What's she looking at spouse as? She's looking at it as Cancer. So Cancer-Capricorn axis. Yeah? So let us evaluate this. Dispositor of 10 is in her 6th. This is her chart. Okay. So Saturn will suppress fights, will suppress enemies, will make her do lots of donkey work at home because we are talking about the marital life. On the other hand, Ketu along with Mercury in the strength of Mercury. So Mercury becomes sort of very detached and she brings this energy more from past life I would think because it is in her ninth house. She has been in her past life some great communicator of sorts, Ketu with Mercury in Virgo, and it looks at her ascendant. Meaning for this lovely woman, it would be a nice idea to try and tap into her past life which in this kind of energy will come as intuition. A lot of intuition and she is a woman. She's a lot of intuition. Heart based intuition I would say because the moon is in her fourth in her heart. Very emotional woman, right? So, this is the ladies chart. So, let's see what it is one by one as conclusions for her Navapsha chart, in the one axis, Capricorn Ascendant, Earth looking to support Cancer. Earth has to support water, always look at fundamentals of the Ascendant and the seventh house looking at it from wife's side, looking at it from husband's side, always look at the theme of the Ascendant, water sign, earth sign, air sign and so on. So water supports the earth, sorry, earth supports the water. I need some D. I think. Dispositor of Ascendant Saturn is in 6th, which is good in a marriage because it suppresses fights, but it makes her workaholic at home front. Rahu in her 3rd, this guy over here, right, makes her obsessed with sexual desire, okay? Because Rahu is also looking at the 7th house of her spouse, husband. 3rd house is the origin of sexual desires also. Let's say you might call it the puberty days. Her skills, hobbies and emotionally deep and strong. It makes her that big. Emotionally deep and strong. Why? Because it's sitting in the sign of Pisces. Ketu from the ninth, the dispositor makes her insecure. Insecure because she is not feeling whatever talent she has in this birth. She has to get it from past life. There is Ketu involved there. So, she is seeking self-worth outside of herself. This is what Ketu in the first house makes a person. Seeking self-worth from the external world. Somebody give me some appreciation. Somebody tell me some good things about me. Please, I am feeling worthless. That's Ketu in the first house at the maximum. This is Ketu looking at the first house. Kind of lesser than having Ketu in the first house. Right. Number two. Spouse ascendant is cancer life. What, her ascended, what his ascendant is, we'll see. This is Mister's. He is cancer-like person, with Mars' son exalted, because it's sitting in his second house in Leo's son and Mars in Leo. Guy is very aggressive, very passionate in bed. Artistic and running affairs of the home and family, he kind of wants to be the leader of the pack. He wants to lead in the home front dispositor of his ascendant is in 10th house cancer, moon is sitting in 10th so emotionally he is very attached to his work okay, she can help him with that, because she is earth sign, she has to support the water, earth has to support the water number 3 so what does this give us like a conclusion, looking at her first and his 7th brother, Her seventh and his first. She can be very supportive of family. She can be dominating, also passionate, sensual, and artistic. Looking at both Navamsha, they could make a very good entrepreneurial couple, and we'll see in a minute why when we get to the husbands. Engaged and bond with each other from their emotional, deep emotional connectivity, acceptance of one another, and Openness, this is where it gets very tricky. Openness of mind to allow the person to be who they are as they go through life. That's a tall order. It's easier said than done. Most couples, I don't, don't have any room for that kind of stuff. I want this way, or you get out, you are highway. That's what causes all the trouble. Technology can be there, but unless each one is willing to clap this hand, husband, this hand, wife. Then there is a clap, then there is music. Otherwise, there is just cacophony. Now, let's get into the husband's chart. Okay, so the husband's chart. What is this guy about? He's a Leo ascendant, looking at Aquarius as a partner who is very Aquarius-like. We saw her chart. She is Aquarius-like. In that, she was Capricorn as an ascendant. But actually, deep inside, after she gets married, she'd be Aquarius-like unconventional, maverick, out-of-the-box thinking Aquarius. So let's see what Leo, his first house dispositor is in second house. We saw he wants to be dominating there. Guess what is here, Leo ascendant fire looking to be fanned by Aquarius, there it was earth and water. it is fire and air, air supports the fire for burning, look at it, the elemental analysis. Okay. Dispositor, the sun is in second house. Domination at home front is his thing. Rahu from sixth makes him makes him imagine imaginary enemies. And he's good at defeating his enemies. This is good for his workplace because this is his Navamsha. Rahu and Jupiter together makes him wise, knowledgeable, capable to destroy his enemies. And Rahu in Sixth will destroy the enemies. But looking at the second, it's not a very good thing. And with sun there, it makes him a little cranky at times. Not all the time, sometimes. <clears throat> now let's look at the spouse, seventh, looking at it from her. She is Aquarius-like, with dispositor of her ascendant in the sixth, looking at from her side. Looking at it like this. This is sixth for her. Oh, okay. Right? So she will suppress a tendency to fight to have discord, which is a good thing considering the gentleman's tendency to dominate. Right? Mars is in the second house, which is good considering. Okay, Mars in the second house, making a little possessive about family, little aggressive sometimes towards the family, cutting in speech. Possibly a bit aggressive. But the same Mars is in his 8th house. Looking at it from his side, it's in his 8th house. A, guy, a gentleman is rock and roll in bed. Okay. This is somewhat of a situation. Make passionate love after a bitter fight kind of situation. I'm just being funny there. Okay. On an ongoing basis. Ketu from her 6th. There is Ketu guy? Okay, Ketu from the 6th for her. Looks at the Mars. This subdues it. Ketu, whatever it looks, it is, You know, shut up, I know what I'm doing. That's Ketu. Suppresses this Mars, so it softens the whole passionate, aggressive bit. Mars is in his water sign, so it's actually debilitated, which is a good thing. Number three, looking at her first and his seventh, she can be an excellent communicator. Look at the combo there. Moon, Venus and Mercury all together in her ascendant, looking at his Navamsha. She can be an excellent communicator, she is artistic and she is very sensual and highly developed aesthetic sense. And very emotionally soft woman by nature, Moon is also there. So she can be a good quality of an entrepreneur because 7th house also stands for him as an entrepreneur. He should start looking at her as a business person, entrepreneur. It would be worth Habi's time to explore the option of doing a partnership business with wife. With her leading the marketing and the people contact, etc., while he leads as a Leo, this would make for a good marital bond. Also, see the place where I'm coming from is husband and wife. If they examine Navamsha chart, if they are so astrologically inclined, if they're going this direction, they should come to a place where they can find a meeting ground for an ongoing bond. What? How is a bond, emotional bond, formed anyway? You have to have common things to do. Your thing in bed will finish in 2 minutes, 5 minutes max. After that, what? What are you going to do for the rest of your life? You need to start thinking in terms of Navamsha like this. Don't just match points and put people, two people together and say, Now you get on with your life. That's very mean. Okay? So I hope all these case studies help. I hope you take Navamsha study in whatever way you choose to. And it helps your life. Next video onwards, we shall do case studies. Meanwhile, take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.